Good morning everyone and welcome to a new episode of this literature podcast. My name is Benjamin and today I have a really interesting topic for you guys. It has to do with the effects of doping, in this case testosterone, on muscle size. Therefore I have presented a really interesting research paper, I will come in a few minutes. First of all, how did I come to this topic? It all started when I was young. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm still young, I'm 24, but I believe you get the point. When me and my friends started working out at the gym, there were always these rumors. One group said, if you really want to get big, you have to use steroids. That's the only way. And the other group said, well, steroids are just an addition. It's all about hard work, the right nutrition, sleeping well, and the right genetics, of course. So I was very interested in this topic and this point, at this point I have to say I, I didn't, I don't and I won't take any drugs because in my opinion it's not worth it. But it's still very interesting if these drugs, for example in this case testosterone, is it really a game changer or is it just an addition? That's why I investigated this topic for you and I came or I found a really interesting research paper by Basin and his colleagues published 1996 in the New England Journal of Medicine and the title is The Effects of Supraphysiologic Doses of Testosterone on Muscle Size and Strength in Normal Men. That's the research paper for today. Let's have a short look at the introduction of this research paper. In the beginning the authors mentioned some main reasons why people, especially men, use testosterone. On the one hand, the abuse of this substance, for example, in case of bodybuilders, which use testosterone to increase their muscle size and strength. On the other hand, the medical use of testosterone in form of, for example, testosterone replacement therapy. The authors also mentioned some limitations of previous studies. On the one hand, or one point is that previous studies had no randomization. That is also a point or one argument why the authors conducted a randomized controlled trial. Another point is that previous studies had no standardization in nutrition and also exercising. That's why the authors had a standardized protocol which I will go in depth in the following section. And the aim based on this introduction points, the aim of the study was to investigate the consequences of supraphysiologic doses of testosterone with or without exercising on fat-free mass, muscle size and strength. To answer this research question, the authors conducted a randomized controlled trial. First of all, some informations regarding the recruitment process. The authors recruited 50 different men from local newspapers or community colleges. In the end, only 40 men completed the study and 10 dropped out due to different reasons. First of all, some exclusion criteria. A man who had experiences with drugs or had any psychological disorders were excluded. Also the participation in competitive sports in the last 12 months was also exclusion criteria. Now we'll have a look at the requirements. The man had to be between 19 and 115 percent of their ideal body weight and they have to have experience in weightlifting. The participants had also to be between 19 and 40 years of age. Based on these exclusion and inclusion criteria, the participants were divided into four different groups. The first group received placebo and had no training. The second group received also placebo but trained. The third group received testosterone and had no training. And the fourth and last group received testosterone and trained. 
When I talk testosterone, this is the treatment group in this case, I mean 600 milligrams of testosterone in Antat each week for 10 weeks intramuscularly. What's also important to mention is that the study was divided into different parts. The first four weeks were basically a control period. In this period, the participants weren't allowed to train hard. Then came the 10 weeks treatment period where the actual, actual treatment took place. And then in the end, after the 10 weeks of treatment, all participants had a 16 week recovery period. As I already mentioned a few minutes earlier, the men also received a standardization regarding training and nutrition. In the case of nutrition, that means each participant had to take 36 kilocalories per kilogram of body weight and also 1.5 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight. In addition, each participant had to achieve the recommendations regarding micronutrients, which means, for example, vitamins, minerals, and yes. Now we move on with the standardization of exercise, and that means that all men trained at equivalent intensities in relation to their strength scores before the training, which means before the actual intervention, the strength scores were calculated, and in the end, of course, too, because they want to make a decision whether the treatment was effective or not. To answer the question whether soprophysiologic doses of testosterone with or without training increase fat-free mass, muscle size or muscle strength, the authors used different measurement tools. In the case of body composition, fat-free mass and muscle size, they used MRI and underwater weighing. In the case of muscle strength, they used one repetition maximum tests in bench press and also in squats. There were also blood samples taken from the participants to assess, for example, different blood values like HDL, LDL and also hormones, in this case testosterone. They also assessed the mood and behavior of the participants using a multidimensional questionnaire. Now we move on with the part you have all been waiting for, the results. At baseline, groups were pretty similar with respect to age, weight, height, and of course body mass index and the testosterone levels. During the 10 weeks of treatment, the body fat did not change significantly in any group. What changed was the fat-free mass and the body weight. In group 1, we had no training and placebo. There, surprise, surprise, no changes were observed. Group 2 had training and received a placebo. Here the authors calculated an average increase of 1.9 kilograms of fat-free mass, which was not significant. Now we move on with the interesting groups. Group 3 received testosterone and had no training. The authors calculated an average increase of fat-free mass of 3.2 kilograms, which of course is significant. So when we look at this data, we see that the group who received testosterone and didn't train had better results as the, as the group who trained and received placebo. And now we come to the absolute, I don't know how to describe it, incredible result, group 4. Group 4 received the testosterone and had regular training. Here the authors calculated an average increase of 6.1 kilograms. I mean, if you, for example, go to the butcher and you look at a piece of meat with 6 kilograms to see what, what the amount this is, this is incredible in my opinion. Let's just have a short look at the strength results. 
What of course is not a surprise that group 1 had no changes. Group 4, the group who received testosterone and trained, had the highest increase with 38% in squats and 22% in bench press. Group 2 and group 3 had pretty similar results, in average about 20% increase in squats and 10% in bench press. Yo, that's basically all for now, maybe just a short look at the blood samples. One important value is that in the group of placebo and training, this group had an increase in the HDL levels. And what of course is not a surprise that the groups who received testosterone had an increase in the testosterone levels. What's also important in the end, the mood and behavior did not change significantly in any group. So in the end, what the study wanted to show us that testosterone is an effective method to increase muscle size and strength, but that should be more used in a medical way. For example, people who need a testosterone replacement therapy because they have lost their testicles, for example, due to cancer. Therefore, it's a good option and maybe should be used. On the other hand, it shouldn't be used for, for example, gym members who just want to impress the ladies and boost their confidence through big muscles. That shouldn't be the way to use testosterone. And of course, in the end, it also has to be said that testosterone has a lot of side effects. For example, when it comes to the cardiovascular system, also different organs are affected, the liver, the prostata. And also what's maybe the most important, the mental health is also affected. People which or who misuse testosterone often suffer from aggression, mood disorders, and also depression and anxiety. So in the end, it's definitely, definitely not worth it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you have any questions, feel free to ask me. And yeah, that's it for now. I hope you, I hope you have a great day and see you soon in the next semester. Bye.